Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. That's hobo style, Chris. <laughs> Shall we start the show? How traumatic. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined, as always, by top London radio DJ and certified Japanophile, Mr. Pete Dawson. Pete, I'm smiling. Are you smiling? Are you smiling? I'm smiling. Oh. I'm so happy. You, I don't know why I'm smiling. It's because, as I was smiling. doing, my slick and brilliant intro... Mm. In the serious tone that I usually deliver it, you yeah. sort of turned and gave me an awkward smile, Let's like a like a fox. Wet myself. Uh, <laughs> you have finished everything, and uh, more importantly, you couldn't hear the uh, um, the music coming out of the um, headphones. So apologies for that. No, but you could hear the little hobo when I was playing the little hobo. Yeah, I, I couldn't. Very confusing. It's confusing. <laughs> In the radio station with Pete in London, still yeah. guys, and um, you're I'm not going back, are you? Giving it a big back. lick. I'm here forever. You've been more productive <laughs> being out of Japan. Than you have in Japan. You've good. done vlogs. You've done two videos. You've edited those down. All nice. Maybe you should you should just do a few months in Japan and then come back to edit in your little edit cube. <laughs> edit everything here. Yeah. I don't know why that is really. Yeah. Mm. I guess it's because in Japan the last few months I've been running around filming things, mm. and this is the first month in like two months I've had nothing to film, so I've just been sitting down to edit. I really should hire someone to edit the videos. Actually, that's something I'm looking at doing, getting mm. an assistant editor. I'll help. Take the no, I'm you a won't. confirmed YouTuber, I've mate. Seen your, <laughs> I've seen your YouTube video. Mate, that was on an iPhone. What do you expect? No. Well, imagine what I could do with a DSLR. Imagine no. a gimbal. Give me some gimbal footage, I, baby. I would sooner have Natsuki edit my videos. Give me... <laughs> He'd use an old razor blade. He'd try and cut up the hard drives. You should give me a hard drive full of footage and me edit a, an Abroad in Japan episode. Uh, oh, we could do it. In Sony Vegas 13. I've often thought doing that as a challenge, right. like giving just everyone a copy of my raw footage and then That's just a really be like, good edit, idea. edit the video, see who makes the best Abroad in Japan episode. Whoever wins gets a free... Pencil. Five five percent of the uh, <laughs> proceeds, <laughs> which isn't a lot. Given it's YouTube, no, I don't know. Yeah, I could do it. Yeah, I think you should. Why not? Hand it over, big let's boy. Let's do it. Give us your passwords. No. Do you keep things on the cloud? I don't keep things on no. the cloud. Well, Chris has finished his abroad in Japan cycle edit, and he is now free. He's a free man. Um, the weight of the world is no longer on him. Yeah, it's been so good to get it done. Journey across Japan's finished, and. A lot of people seem to be very happy about that, and um, 
Yeah, I, I enjoyed the end credit sequence. At the end of the... If you haven't seen it, guys, it's called 24 Hours in Kagoshima, relaxing mm. in a hot spring. Mm. Uh, but for me, the highlight is probably the, the end credit sequence where we have a kind of all the people who have joined the cycle over mm. the last few months, like you, Pete. It's a little bit like in the bit in the Oscars where they put they do the in-memoriam <laughs> yes. section where everyone's Except dead. Except in the Oscars, they wouldn't have a shot of you dropping takoyaki fried octopus Look, balls all over your lap, which I, is exactly what happens if you've I missed it. I do not mind the end of that, but I will say now... Uh, Charla comes off bad. <laughs> Do you shoot a lot of women? <laughs> Never shoot a woman from below into the chin. <laughs> Mike, she's going to kill you next time she sees you. Well, I did the the shot of Charla. She's on a roller coaster. Ah, that's she's why afraid she's of roller coasters. I see. Yeah. Right, my okay, favourite one. My favourite one's Riotro though, <laughs> and is endlessly smug. Like glance at the camera. I love that. Uh, <laughs> I like that they. I like that your fans, and they are fans, uh, turn your uh, little, little videos into um, animated gifs, yeah. where it's like um, they had um, you in the locker room for the last video, and uh, and um, Riotaro appearing, like um, it's anxiety. I'm relaxing, and then my anxiety turns up, and Riotaro just kind of dances into view. Hello, anxiety here. Yeah, yeah Riotaro just causes me general anxiety anyway <laughs> given that most of his schemes involve trying to kill me in some way mm. although he's been good this year he's not tried to kill me well he, he doesn't shoot you from below does he not, <laughs> not like you you animal I know but I mean yeah he, he does like to try and kill me the last time we did a video I think he uh, we went skiing and he just took me up into a blizzard and then sort of left me to my own devices. Right, okay. And I've never skied off-piste before. Off-piste is like when you, there's no slope that's been made. I, it's just snow in general. I don't think you should... I, why does anybody think that's a good idea at any point? It's I, there for a reason, guys. Genuinely, I think he should, did want to try and kill me, to be honest. <laughs> Take the reins of the Orange Japan channel. Once and for all. But I'm so glad you managed to get it finished, uh, man. I know you're doing a little um, kind of a round-up video next, but uh, have you recorded that? Have you filmed that? Have you kind of done I'm most s- of it? I'm still, still scripting it. It's difficult right. because, like, I don't know what I want to say. There's lots of things I want to say yeah. in the video, right? Mm. Um, it's the Journey Across Japan was a 28-part series. Right. And there's so many great memories there, as stressful as it was and as often as I regretted doing it over the last few weeks and months. Mm. Overall now, I'm pretty happy with how it's turned out. And I've got to think about what I want to say. I've got to talk about how much weight I lost, mm. which was a bit, before I all put it, <laughs> I put it all back on. Well, the preview. It, the, the people that listen to this podcast, you guys get the inside scoop, yes. and you'll now know that the fact I lost. Goes... <laughs> I lost like four or five kilograms, and then I literally put it all back on editing it. Yeah, uh, and I, I think I'm now heavier than I was before I set out on the cycle. Well, the video, the video preview that you've got for your um, kind of, um, I'm going to call it a post-mortem uh, video. You, post-mortem. You zoom, you zoom into your scales, and your scales are just off kilter by half a pound. All part of my so plan. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes you heavier. Oh. Like you've got crap. it too heavy. Oh, dear. Just, you know. I always do that when I get on my scales, and then I go, oh, wait, hang on, I am holding a mobile phone, and <laughs> it's a little bit out of kilter, so let's reset and see how we go. I choose not to use scales in general these I, days. I mean, it's, 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 it's not... Um, uh, oh, there's that horrible video on the Absolute Radio Studio thing. Did you see that guy? No. He was a, I think he's a Brazilian gang leader or something in prison, and he had his daughter visit, and um, he tried to escape wearing a latex rubber mask of a young girl. Um, he wasn't passing. Right. He wasn't passing in anywhere. Pete watching the world news <laughs> yeah. whilst doing a podcast. I'm also drinking a delicious drink from Thailand. Now, Looks you know me, I'm a real culture vulture. I'll drink anything that I find in a Korean uh, supermarket. Basil seed drink with honey. You're not selling so it to me. It's got. It's, it's got. Looks like. Frog oh, it's got Japanese on it. It looks like frog spawn. Can you read that? 
It just says... Dr- what, there? Now on the right here. Give me a... Oh, right, OK. Me, this looks Have disgusting. Look. It looks... It says a drink of basil seed drink with honey. Mm. It looks like someone's been sick in a bottle. It, it doesn't look right. It the description just thing. says this, is, this contains... Like ten percent fruit juice. It says that in Japanese. Oh, does it? Is Enjoy your true? fruit juice. Oh, okay. oh, well. it's, I mean, it's, it's it's worth it. I'm enjoying it, but it's um it's just an interesting drink. Um, but we didn't come here to talk about basil seeds with honey. No. We came here to talk about your videos. But we also came to talk to you about your your future. You you have you started? Have I heard? <laughs> what the, is this? Have I heard on the grapevine <laughs> on the basil seed drink with honey vine uh, that you're uh, now a lecturer, a fully paid up a lecturer? lecturer. Uh, yeah. I'm, so journey across Japan's done. Working on some new projects. One of the things I'm doing is uh, becoming a, a little part-time tutor at Temple University in Tokyo. Uh, right. It's like an American university with a branch in Tokyo. Uh, it looks like, yeah, towards December I'm going to be teaching a course, uh, a workshop on how to YouTube. Mm. And I'm basically just going to show them your video. And be like, do that! Just do that, yeah. Make a clickbait video. <laughs> Uh, just put 60 things in it. Yeah. Give it a nice little voiceover. Job mm. done, ladies and gentlemen. Good luck with that. That sounds like a fun university. I wouldn't sort of look <laughs> at a, a, a Tokyo-based university and go, that's the sort of thing I'd be expecting. Like, how to be an influencer. Yeah. I mean, I, I've still got to work out the course. Mm. They they approached me and said, do you want to do it? I went, yeah, all right. Mm. I'm trying to get better at public speaking because I've never been that good. Right. And, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm not that good at it. And mm. I thought, if I do this, if I go to Temple University and do this course, maybe I'll be better. Right. Push myself, challenge yourself and all that, eh? Mm. Are you Get getting, outside your comfort zone. Are you good? How old are these people that you're teaching? How Any you, age. How it's uh, it's a course... You, anybody can do it. It's not like a proper university course. It's like... Uh, what do you call it? Um... You know, anybody like can do it. Voca- you just pay some money and just anybody right. can come along kind of thing. It's like community college. Yeah. Yeah. Will it be like it. community? Will it be like the TV show? Well, you community? can come along if you want. <gasps> and learn the secrets. Learn the secrets. God, you're full of shit. Take care, Chris. <laughs> you're full of rubbish. Come into my bespoke course and troll me, why don't you? Yeah. I heard, I heard you do terrible pictures of people at the end of uh, videos across Japan. Awful. <laughs> um, well, congratulations on you. When are you starting? When, when can uh, people get a slice of the... It'll um, be in December. I, I will promote it. I'll definitely promote it. Mm. Um, yeah, it's going to be in December, and I've still got Pran. Pran? Pran? <laughs> I've still got, got to plan, plan the curriculum. Fringe. What's going wrong with my mouth today? <laughs> I've got to plan the curriculum, I've got to yeah. plan out how it's going to work. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's do you have be a fun to do all challenge. that then? You have to do all that? How long well, yeah, it's my bloody course, isn't it? I don't know, man. Can they, are you not just have a celeb guest? Have you never taught anything? God, no. What oh. have I possibly got to teach anyone? How to be a radio DJ. How to be a radio DJ. Yeah, that's, that job's going to exist in 20 years' time. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> so let's turn our attention to what's going on in Japan Hello. this week. Yes. Um... So there was a recent study. Apparently, out of 144 countries, Japan ranks 142nd in the world for helping strangers. That's not good. What's behind them? Uh, Who's behind them? That's this what I is the, know. <laughs> this is the Charities Aid Foundation, right? Which recently released their World Giving Index, which is available online. You can just check it out. Um, but apparently, Japan's not that good at helping strangers. Right. I read this and I thought this is completely at odds with everything I've ever experienced. Mm. So I kind of. Like di- trying to work out why this has happened. Mm. Um, apparently, when it comes to helping a stranger, Japan gets a surprisingly bottom of the barrel rank of 142 out of 144. Mm. Um, it did do a little bit better in the other two categories. It came 99th for donating money to charity and 56th for volunteering time, um, which is not great either, but still better than the helping a stranger category well donating money to charity the problem is in 2019 it's very easy to measure the metric of uh, mm. money going into bank accounts because you can do it online and all that stuff but with um, 
but with Japan being a cash-based society, you've got to have the buckets. And how? In, Good and point. it's quite hard to, you know... Have you ever tried raising that? money with a bucket? No. I have. have you? I went to Brighton, I stood around right. for ten hours, dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow, I believe. <laughs> and I raised... How much do you think I raised in ten hours with a bucket... For some sort of children's charity, I forget right. which one it was. It was like ten years ago. Best start believing in ghost stories. <laughs> Best start believing in Brighton. The one reference you could always do. Yeah, Jeffrey um, Rush, our Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, how much money did I raise in ten hours? I Go. I don't suppose I deserve that. I've not even watched any films. Um, I think you raised hundred pounds. I raised nothing pounds. What? Nothing, Pete. I, what? I actually Are made you a that net loss. I, I raised. No, I raised nothing. What I spent you... all my money on this Jack Jack Sparrow costume. Oh, you sp- oh, so you made I, enough I money. I spent my money on this really nice bespoke <laughs> Jack Sparrow costume, thinking, oh, I'll be approachable to kids and mm. family people and they'll yeah. give me some money to go towards charity. No, I've got nothing. Did you apply on an eyeliner because you could have looked a little bit like I think a I 70s, did actually have some eyeliner. glam rock icon. It was, it was a disaster. And, they're trub- and nobody wants their kids near them. No. No. But yeah, didn't so, go well. Never mind. Um, so you bought, the, <laughs> you, bought the, uh, you bought the costume and then you were in the I hole. made nothing and I, then I returned back from Brighton and I decided never to raise money again. But did, did you ever don the, uh, the costume again? No, I think I've burnt it. Right. So apparently uh, Japan <laughs> may be 56th of the world for volunteering time, but uh, that is 23% of the population. And Japan has a pretty big population. Mm. Um, that actually means Japan is sixth in the world for volunteering time with 26 million people. But they're kind of doing it per capita, right, as a percentage of the population. Right. Um, and compared to other countries, a greater proportion of the population actually does help people. I'm a little bit sceptical of this helping a stranger terminology, though. How do you even as measure that? The t- well, the top five countries for helping strangers apparently are Libya, Iraq, Kuwait... Liberia and Sierra Leone. Right, there's a lot. There's a lot in common there, isn't there? They're all. The, the, I mean, you got to help your your your, your, your neighbour because I don't know his house might have fallen down. You know, in a lot of these situations. So it yeah, there's is a, lot a little of, bit odd, isn't it? They've, they've all uh, experienced war in recent memory. Who have we got? Sierra Leone, Sierra Libya. Leone, Libya, no, so Libya, Iraq, Kuwait, and Liberia. Right, okay. Well, Liberia less so, but yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's that metric is Didn't very, very hard. Didn't realise you were an expert on the geopolitical situation in Liberia. No, but I just think you... Um, well, I'm trying <laughs> Lost to Lost for of, words, that shut you footballer? up. Who's the footballer who's Liberian who um, became a I think we've already established president. in a previous podcast all discussion around football is banned. <laughs> banned from the Broad Japan podcast. I can't, it's George Ware. Of it's George Ware. There we go. So, yeah, I don't know how they're measuring this, but I can't help but think it's a little bit too subjective to actually be good um <laughs> that's I mean, sense, isn't it it's true like japan <laughs> it's it's known that japan doesn't do a lot charity wise or it's mm. not part of the culture there's um there's a lot of customs in japanese culture that could go against this like there's a burden of obligation there's a japanese custom called giddy um where basically if a japanese person helps someone that right. person will then feel a burden of obligation to kind of return the favor oh i see right, um, yeah. so by refraining from helping someone a japanese person would also not be imposing a burden of obligation i see so inherently by not helping someone you're kind of being polite mm. by not having to create the sense of obligation it sounds weird yeah but you can you completely get it once you've been in japan long enough you know? massively completely agree 
Um, and also, you know, the Japanese have developed a complex code of respect and non-intrusion into the lives of others kind of just helps millions of people to live peacefully in jam-packed cities. And also language barriers as well. The Japanese are an island nation, they can't, they find it very hard to talk to to anybody who isn't Japanese. What about the internet? And telephones and fax machines. Telephones and fax machines. What's that got to do with anything? Well, they can talk to people outside of their island. What, are you going to ring Libya and go, hey, hey guys, what's going on? (laughs) Want some help? Guys, need some help? Are they going to ring Libya? Yeah, hello. Brilliant. Moshi, moshi, Libya calling. I thought they would, in the rest of this podcast, we would try and combat this this image that Mm. Japan is not... Um, very good at helping strangers. I thought I'd talk about some experiences, my p- own personal experiences. Okay, I've, yeah. I've experienced kindness. Mm. Before I get into my five examples, have you experienced kindness, Pete Dawson, um, in your travels around Japan? Yeah, I think people are really sort of... They go out of their way to, to help you. If you're a little bit lost, they'll um, they'll literally <laughs> take... If you if you sort of say to somebody in a train station, how do I get to this place? They will walk you down the street. Absolutely. They, are, they cannot help you enough as long as they can speak your language. So... I think that's very much the situation when it comes to feeling a little like a little bit lost and like they're not being quite so friendly as they could be. It's just the language barrier, in my humble opinion. Potentially, mm. I mean, yeah. My one of my first memories of experiencing kindness from a stranger in Japan. I went to a hot spring okay. in Yamagata Prefecture, and I got out and I was just relaxing, you know, drinking a bit of hot chocolate, mm-hmm. which is the drink you usually have in Japan after getting out of a hot spring. Nice, hot bit of bit of hot chocolate. Right, and. Uh, yeah, some guy just walked over to me and just gave me a box of cherries. No explanation. He was like, this is cherries. And then I was like, all right. <laughs> this is cherries. And they gave me the cherries and then he walked off. And that's I was like, oh, that's good. Bit cherries. Bibli- bit biblical for me. <laughs> I've been reading that Tokyo, uh, what, Tokyo Vice. It's just a bit like, don't take gifts from strangers. Don't well, take... yeah, I mean... Oh, that hot sprig, that uh, really old school... They might have been really bad cherries, for all I know. <laughs> dodgy <laughs> cherries. He was trying to offload off some dodgy cherries. It's very Snow White, and I slept and slept <laughs> and slept. Uh, was that Snow White? Does he fall? Does she fall asleep? She, 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 she has she an apple, isn't some... it? Yeah. She has an apple. It's very biblical, and... isn't it? It's what? It's very biblical, isn't it? Why it's is like, it biblical? Yeah, the naughty, naughty apple. The, the naughty witch, apple. Because the witch um, gave her the apple, didn't she? And she ate it, and then the dwarves had to try and wake her up, and then does a... But how is that a reference to the Bible? Uh, because the more of a story, Eve don't accept the, dodgy apples from yeah, a witch. Yeah, exactly. So that Eve ate the apple from the from the snake. It was giving it the big licks about how good the apple is. And I guess snakes do give big licks. But how does this tie in do. with getting cherries from a friendly Japanese man? Don't be tempted by the old man's cherries. Right. That's my first example, anyway. <laughs> I uh, tell you what, that that, uh, that video you put on, um, the last thing of the Bron Japan, cycle through Japan, uh, that really old school um, uh, sauna slash uh, hot spring looked flipping awesome. It was really good, yeah. It looked it- so cool. It, uh, I kind of, yeah. Wet wall. This is, this is the video in Kagoshima. And, uh, Natsukashi, yeah. baby. Did you see the retro massage chair? Oh, my God. It looked like... <laughs> I can't believe that felt good. It looked, looked horrible. Pete sent me a message after the video came out being like, whoa, that retro massage <laughs> chair. Wee. And you have to kind of turn it up and down your back. It's a little bit... Cr- yeah, it's so a little weird. bit like tor- administering some sort of torture to your back because you turn this, like, <laughs> handle around and yeah. very slowly the massage mechanism in the back of the chair moves up your back and massages you. Imagine how many old people have been molested by that damn thing <laughs> over the years. It looked absolutely ancient. Because there was one in the Airbnb in uh, Tokyo, in Hrubawa, uh, in mine, and I sort of had a couple of goals on it. Um, and you sort of laid back and turned it on. It's one of those ones you buy in, like, Tokyo Handels, mm-hmm. a department store. And um, 
I laid back on it for a bit and I was like, oh, it feels really good. But then the next day, I don't know what I'd done, but it had, it had done me a right really? mis, mis, mischief. I was Screwed in agony. Oh, yeah, it really, really hurt. So, got to be careful. Take it to the experts. Take Aww. your back to the experts, guys. I was a little bit disappointed, though, when I came out of that hot spring, I didn't get any free cherries. Unbelievable. Get your own cherries. Just a Cheap retro massage it. share. Second example of... Uh, Kindness from a Stranger, mm. actually in Journey Across Japan. If you remember the second, no, the third episode, mm. I was cycling for a field, middle of nowhere, uh, and an uh, old woman at the side of the road hailed me over, yeah. just made me like, stop cycling. I thought something was wrong, I thought a car broke down, I thought a wheel, a wheel had fallen off or something. Mm. Uh, no, she just wanted to give me biscuits. There we go. And she gave me some lovely custard cream biscuits and then tried to initiate me into some sort of cult, <laughs> which I refused to do. But the biscuits were good. Yeah, the bloody biscuits. And I'm didn't still, you? even though it might have been an act of kindness, or it might have been her trying to lure me into a cult, mm. I'm still going to put that under the category of kindness from a stranger. Well, she made it into the end of the video. She did last week. So <laughs> the uh, I also on Journey Across Japan, another example of kindness. Got some free parsimons. Oh, or persimmons. I never know how to pronounce it. I uh, there was in a... the one vegan for a day. Mm. I was looking for some. Vegan style breakfast in Okayama. Right. We went to a fruit shop mm. and some old woman just gave me some persimmons. Sims. There was a there was a home builder in England that persimmon show homes. Really <laughs> reminds me. Whenever I see the fruit persimmons, I think about persimmon show homes. <laughs> I just think about a two up do two have, down little. Do we have persimmons house. in the UK? I've never had them. I've or had seen the, them. Yeah, they are very nice. Like in Japan, they're, they're they love the persimmons. They are lovely. In autumn, they're like all the rage. Very delicate fruit, delicious. Um, Big fan of that. Another time, some kindness. I was lost in uh, Yamagata City, trying to find um, an office where I was meeting a friend, and the shopkeeper drew me a bespoke map of Yamagata City. Cool. Right there, he got out a bit of uh, bit of paper and some crayons, and <sighs> spent at least three and a half minutes drawing me a map. Because <laughs> he couldn't really speak um, couldn't really speak English. I couldn't speak Japanese at the time, so we bonded over the mutual conversation of map making. Nice Cartog- mutual language of cartography. map making cartography, and uh, the map. I couldn't, I couldn't really understand it and it didn't help. But nevertheless, <laughs> great map. Great it was map, a wonderful guys. act of kindness. He took three and a half minutes out of tending to his shop. Right. Uh, a shop Doing of, a map. A little grocery shop mm. to, to make me a map. Oh. That was a lovely act of kindness. Well, maybe one day you oh. figure out how it, what it all meant. <laughs> maybe it was just sending you to another cult church Yeah, hall. another map-making cult. God damn it. A, a cult of... God these knows guys, what. These rural guys. And my final example of kindness, um, I was once at an izakaya with Natsuki, mm. and we're just sitting in the corner, quietly eating and stuffing ourselves, uh, smoking away. And, Natsuki uh, never does anything quietly. That's true. I kill customer. <laughs> Have that? you got that as a soundbite? I kill customer. Have you got um, that as a soundbite on the podcast? It's not working at the moment. I'll, 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 I'll pull it out. I'll pull it out. But we're seeing this little lovely traditional pub, mm. and... Uh, there was a guy on the table next to us who was sort of sitting there quietly having a cigarette and minding his own business. <laughs> right. And uh, we struck up a conversation with him. It turned out he owned a sake factory, a Nihonshu factory, um, a few miles down the coastline. Mm. And after half an hour of chatting and bonding and drinking some of his sake, which he brought with him, he actually invited us to the sake factory uh, to go in and get this amazing behind-the-scenes bespoke tour. And awesome. I went with Natsuki the next day. It was such an interesting tour. I've been to at least six, seven, eight times I've been to sake factories and had a guided tour and they're always really disappointing they don't really show you the plot a bit they're very planned but because he knows his stuff choreographed this guy gave us an all access pass to just go wherever he wanted and (laughs) it was so interesting seeing how it was made (laughs) 
And that was the first time I've been to a sake factory. Lovely. And every single tour I've had since then has been really underwhelming and rubbish. <laughs> so if you go to a sake factory tour... Get the owner. Do some research and befriend the owner. Just go to an car and seek out an owner. There was a... a um, there was... I had um, sparkling sake at the Ooh, weekend. That gets you... That 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 really can hit you quite hard. Well, it's fast. like it's. I really like it because it's like um, the old prosecco, but it's less sugary and less prosecco. aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're less aggressive, um, so I'm, I'm bang getting into uh, a bit of sake. Um, gonna... I had it, I had it with um, a little bit of um, a bit of uh, wagyu beef. I Ooh. think it was Yamagata. I think it was Yamagata. Is it Yamagata? Yeah, it was quite. It was very expensive, but it was very <laughs> nice. It was very nice, and it came with uh, sake pairing. I think it'd be quite fun to learn a bit more about sake. I've mm. never really taken it seriously. You know, I'll I'll drink a fair bit of it, and there's mm. a kaya. I'll go in and be like, give me the sake, give me the local special. But I don't really know the brand names. I don't really know the types that well. I had a nice one called Tsubasa, which is obviously my favourite uh, my favourite word, wings. Wings. <laughs> on, the, on the way out with uh, JAL, they uh, served up a very nice um, sake, Tsubasa, oh, really? and I was like, oh, this is very nice. I Do you find that. sake gets you drunk kind of quickly or...? Because it's quite no, deceptive. It tastes kind of very mild at first. Very mild, very light. Um, but it's a yeah. It's a. But it's not as heavy as I. I don't think you'd get quite as much as a hangover as I'd. Because the only wine I really oh, drink is red oh, wine. Oh, oh. Well, the only wine I really drink is is red wine. Well, hangovers um, it's not as heavy. Are horrific. Right. I've I've had like two bottles uh, because I was like a foreigner at a party mm. and. If you're the only you, foreigner at a big cup. Japanese party, you get loads of people just giving you drinks. And they kind of <laughs> want to see how much you can take. Yes, okay. Because right. uh, Japanese people can't really handle a great deal of alcohol. Mm. And there's this myth that foreigners, particularly from the UK, can right. drink a lot, which is a myth that's true. <laughs> and uh, You can yeah. drink a lot, but I mean, you still get as... You know, you still... You can drink a lot, but you're still... Well, going to be the end well, the hangover is still going to be horrific, yeah. and it was. You know, they they gave me like two whole <laughs> bottles of sake. Nice. The first bottle, I didn't really notice it affecting me because mm. it tastes so mild. It mm. tastes so beautiful, so delicate flavour, just very mild and sweet. Mm. Uh, and then by the second bottle, I just just like, <laughs> and I actually <laughs> blacked out and I kind of just woke up in a hub pub restaurant alone. Nice in the corner. Like, how have I got here? <laughs> And then when they threw me out, and they it was ran, awful. They ran to the, you ran to the embassy, clearly. <laughs> Help me. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. 
To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realize that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. So be careful with sake. But those are some examples... From me, mm. personal examples of kindness. We've actually got some here sent in from you guys, some personal examples and stories of kindness that you've experienced in Japan. What is the first one? We've got Pete, and it Lovely. is, I think it's Alex. Okay, this one's from Alex, and it is from Alex, and it is from <laughs> Alex. Hi, Chris and Pete. Uh, last year I had to go to Tokyo for three weeks of, wo- three weeks of work for my company, and, uh, and on one weekend I went to, in the morning to a restaurant where you get a token to reserve a seat in a restaurant later in the day. Um, mm. While walking through the metro station, a woman, maybe in her uh, mid to late 30s, going in the opposite direction, handed me a packet of gum and then kept walking, not saying a single word. I didn't know what to make of this. I, I didn't think she was uh, trying to make contact with me, other than, here, have some gum. So long part, of course. Um, a month ago, I had to go back to... Um, Tokyo for my company and after leaving a metro in Tokyo station's lobby on my last day there a woman this one late 20s or early 30s passed me and gave me a packet of tissue and kept walking to this to this day I am uh, baffled by these events the gun was opened one piece missing while the tissues would been unopened <laughs> now what? that I'm uh, now that I'm back in the home in the US I asked my wife about it and we looked around on the internet and asked friends and still can't make any sense uh, out of it completely puzzled these weren't women handing out samples of things you see in, sh- in stores it was just like a here take this kind of situation we found your podcast in our research and thought we would email you can you make any sense of this this has never happened to me in any other country we're going to Japan in September for two weeks of vacation uh, so we thought about uh, walking up to random people in the metro and handing them things like a of dice, can opener, bar of soap, as there seems to be some kind of uh, custom in Japan I'm just not aware of. Uh, really enjoyed the podcast, but boo, your climbing milk Fuji is no fun, as we climbed it a few years ago and had a great time. Even the pack like sardines in a hut uh, ate um, a breast part. So thank you very much, Alex, for that email. And uh, have you ever ex- experienced anyone ever jammed a bit of gum in your hand? Uh, I have never had gum. Get tissues, free, you get tissues. free tissues all the time that's in Japan. Ve- that's what I thought. That must be because the tissue. If you look in. at the tissue packets, um, a company usually trying to sell something. Yeah, like it could be like a doctor or a right. maker of shoes. Right. Don't know why those two companies sprung to mind. Um, but yeah, you get these tissues. I don't know what the used gum one was though. That's a little bit dodgy. Yeah. Uh, see if it was if it was just gum in general, mm. and one of the gum one of the chewing gums hadn't been consumed. I'd say that's just a normal. A kind normal of kind commercial of promo kind of, person, yeah. yeah. But because one of the <laughs> one of the gums were eaten, that's a little bit alarming. Maybe she just, maybe she just fancied a bit of gum. So, have you ever seen it's that possible. thing where a woman was serving a waiter was serving um, 
pizza uh, to somebody and when she set it down there was a line of cheese coming from the pizza to her mouth so she's clearly stolen a bit of oh. a bit of pepperoni oh, on the way disgusting. out oh, I've that's got a lot disgusting. of time for that oh, I like that a lot um, yeah I mean uh, yeah it's just an advert to be it's honest Alex there's no secret there you're nothing special suck it <laughs> I would strongly advise you to go around and give random people things, though, like a pair of dice, a can opener, or a bar of soap. That would be interesting. I think that'd be quite fun, seeing yeah. the reactions. Definitely. Mainly confusion, probably being ignored quite a lot. <laughs> but go for it. Um, yeah. But yeah, the mystery is solved. It's just Japanese marketing. And in fact, the the thing that I often see, and we mentioned, I think, last week, was you get a lot of free cigarettes in Japan. Yes. If you're over the age of 20, people will come into bars, salesmen for Marlborough, will come into bars and restaurants mm. and just be like, do you want some free cigarettes? I've seen some vaping guys. It's, in, incre- in... It's, it's crazy, given how we've outruled that, outruled like, any form of branding and marketing for cigarettes and mm. tobacco in the UK. And over in Japan, you can literally get them for free for doing nothing. <laughs> Insane. Right. But not uh, right. that's, that's an extreme example. Yeah. Uh, usually it's just tissues, unfortunately. Oh. Well, never mind. People get sweaty. Too bad. Uh, we've got one from Danielle. Uh, it says, <laughs> hi, Chris and Pete. Hi. My name's Danielle. I'm from Canada. My boyfriend and I are currently on a road trip around the UK and we've been listening to the podcast to pass the time and it's been great. The other week, a listener sent in a story about how a passerby helped her and I found it so touching that it reminded me of my travels around Japan. In 2016, I lived in Japan for six months uh, for a university exchange programme and I encountered such kindness and willingness to help from Japanese people. It was honestly some of the best memories of my life. One such instant instance was when I finished studying in Nagasaki and decided to spend the rest of August backpacking around the country from there to Tokyo for my return flight. I wanted to save money, so I hitchhiked and couch surfed, and I felt so safe and met, and met such amazing people. That's pretty good. Mm. I noticed a lot of people, uh, a lot of my friends actually do hitchhiking in Japan. Does that work to people? It does work, surprisingly. Ooh. You think... I mean, Small given that well. Japanese people aren't kind, according mm. to the study, yeah. uh, most people I know have had great success hitchhiking, and you should definitely do that for <laughs> your next it, video, how do you, sort of, how do you sort of get across? Just sort of, I want to get Stand a highway and wave a stick. Saying, I want to get to Tokyo, I want to go to Tokyo. Yeah, just have a big sign saying Tokyo, and the truck driver will take you along. Because I can't drive, because that'll be well, a perfect way to get around. you could do it in segments, you go one yeah. seat at a time. Nice. Uh, I mean, Daniel went from Nagasaki to Tokyo, that's mm. a long journey, you mm. could probably do that in three parts Nagasaki to Fukuoka Fukuoka to Osaka Osaka to Tokyo well you could kind of yeah because that's kind of a main artery isn't it and also um, you could just even if people are kind of like turning off and going to a different town just drop us off at 7-Eleven because a lot of 7-Elevens are on like um, like, garage situations aren't they or a highway service station Um, back onto the story. When I was hitchhiking from Kumamoto to Kagoshima, an older couple offered to pick me up. And the moment they did, they gave me some ice green tea and fruit jelly. And then, after talking to them for a bit in Japanese, they asked if I was in a rush to get to my next destination. I said no. And what I experienced next was unbelievable. They treated me to a delicious seafood lunch, took me sightseeing around the area, and even bought me an omiyage souvenir. Uh, doesn't say what the souvenir was. I, of course, tried to insist that I didn't need all that, that I could pay for myself, and that I didn't want to trouble them, but they wouldn't have it. They just said they wanted me to have a good time. I'll never forget that couple that helped me make the start of my trip, uh, helped me make the start of the trip amazing. Danielle. That's a lovely story, see? Sex people. Kindness. <laughs> You've trashed that lovely story. <laughs> lovely sex story. People, ruined, ruined, ruined. Swingers, in an sex people, sex cult. 
It is a Speechless. lovely. Sto- it is a lovely story. It is yeah, nice, and is and nice that's story. completely believable. Um, <laughs> yeah. Massively, I'm well off for a bit of uh, hitchhiking. Actually, I'm not because I don't like. Um, Im- Im- I don't like um, imposing <laughs> don't like myself people. on people. I don't like people. Don't like people. I yeah, people couldn't then. do it because I, th- I just think it would trigger a panic attack. <laughs> just, <laughs> I'd be standing at the road, feeling really awkward and uncomfortable. I'd get Nobody the wrong would one. stop, mm. and then, and then if I did stop, I'd have to sit in the car awkwardly, just like so. And they'd be like, what do you do? And I'd be like, I've got YouTube. And they'd be like, don't know what that is. Yeah. And then there'd just be awkward silence for three hours. And then and I don't think I could bear that. And if this was part of the video, you'd need a cameraman with you, so there'd be someone else in the car to take. Yeah, there'd be a cameraman. It'd just be rubbish and awkward. <laughs> but we should probably do a video about it. Oh, definitely. We should do a race. Pete Donaldson and Chris uh, travel across Japan hitchhiking adventure. Uh, where did Pete go? He got murdered. <laughs> He joined a cult and then got murdered. Oh, dear. Um, we got an email from... Mrs. Gabe from New York City? Yes. Yes. Hi, Chris Beat. I just found the podcast and your videos were instrumental in planning my first trip to Japan a few months ago. I presume they're talking about my videos. Um, there has been a lot of talk on your show about horrible experiences with scammers luring people into shady clubs and swindling them out of thousands of dollars. But let me tell you, if you want to have a good time, just turn the tables. Turn the let tables. Let me explain. On our very first night in Japan, my girlfriend and I were starting the night with some strong zeros outside a Shibuya 7-Eleven. Shibuya! Um, just a few feet away, there was a couple of uh, a group of four roughly looking Tokyoites doing the same thing. Rough-looking Tokyoites. Ooh. Um, hard city men and women, I presume. Um, usually not uh, much of a conversationalist. I decided tonight uh, was the night to try and just um, strike up a conversation with strangers who don't speak my language. My girlfriend tried to dissuade me, but I was on a mission to make friends. I beckoned to them, got my phone out, and typed into Google Translate, today is my 25th birthday, which, get this, was true. Wow. Is that really so un, un like I can't believe Plot this. Twist. I can't Plot believe twist. this. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm curious why he didn't start the story off well, as it was my 25th birthday and I was standing. <laughs> anyway, I'm not here to to have a, an argument with the narrative structure of the fax machine. Uh, <laughs> stories continue. Put that at the end. P.S. Yeah. It was my 25th birthday. <laughs> uh, they huddled around, squinted, read it, went wide-eyed and shouted, Oh, bastardy boy! Bastardy boy! <laughs> and just like that, I was the toast of the town. They pointed to a bar across the street and said, We take you there, no cover, champagne, and so on. And wow. boy, did they take us there. The leader of the pack was clearly a regular. He talked the bouncer into letting us in uh, without a cover and we crammed into a sticker-covered elevator and merged into a dark, smoke-filled... Sticker-covered elevator. Nightclub. The elevators in Japan are always covered in stickers and carpet and they're so I wonder small. why that is. My my mm. apartment in Sendai has an elevator and it's got carpet stuck to the walls of the elevator. Yeah, I think it's to protect it's it. But just it's just the most unpleasant elevator it's like when ever. Old, it's like when old people put plastic, uh, leave the plastic wrap over their um, sofas and they just <laughs> leave it there. It's like, well... Yeah, I've your never sofas, got that either. Your sofas do look nice, but they are encased in plastic. Um, anyway, the leader of the pack was regular, got us up into the uh, elevator. Uh, our friend took it upon ourselves to introduce, introduce us to everyone in the club. His arm around me pointed at me and saying, my friend, my friend! Uh, the shots and champagne ensued and as I met more and more hip Japanese youngsters, I realised something. Almost, huh? Almost every other person we met said they were a lapper. <laughs> we didn't get it. Lapper. Oh, right, a rapper. I see, sorry. He's tricked me into being a bit racist. Um, then the house music uh, stopped and MC got on stage, worked the crowd and introduced someone uh, we had just been talking to. The previously mild-mannered guy uh, swaggers up on stage to a raucous crowd. The DJ behind him drops the beat and he starts dropping must have, what must have been the hottest rhymes in Honshu. Hottest he, rhymes in Honshu, I love that. He finishes up and another guy goes up and does the same. We quickly, quickly realised uh, we were in the front row of a full-on rap showcase and we had been in Japan for all of five hours. We don't go to clubs in New York, let 
let alone a foreign country, but we surrendered to the floor and had an absolute blast. We stayed and danced with them for hours. Uh, they gave us CDs, didn't ask, them, ask us to pay for them, and called us the cutest couple uh, and even wanted to keep drinking with us after the show ended. Us scaredy cats were worried about missing the last train and we, had, we were very jet-lagged zombies, so we politely dis- declined. Um, Two of them walked us to the station and later they messaged us on Instagram to make sure we got home all right. Best of all, no missing cash, suspicious charges on our credit cards or anything. Best birthday ever. Don't let random uh, guys uh, harass you into going to their club, but you should absolutely harass some cool-looking uh, people into being your friends and definitely uh, check out a bump and short Shibuya R Lounge. Mm, Thanks that's... for all you do. It's good. I don't think I've been to R Lounge. It's, uh, it's uh, surprisingly special. What an epic tale. Um... What's the moral been, of the story, Pete? Um, uh, hang out with rappers or his um, Gabe from New York City says lepers. Um, <laughs> well, that that's kind of what you'd say in Japanese. Yeah, it's hard, isn't it? Not yeah. Why don't you do this again? This is another great like. Why am I not Why am I not a Japanese rapper? Good point. Good question. Why don't you just stand out the front? Say today's my twenty fifth birthday. Stand out the front of a convenience store. Preach about your birthday and get a free drink. <laughs> this is, that's a really rare and wonderful example of how that's great beautiful. people can be. Yeah, I've only had that happen once outside a convenience store in Nagano, where a guy took me to like a. It was a New Year's Eve, 2012, my right. first New Year's in Japan, and two amazing guys. One of whom was a rapper as well. <laughs> it must right. be rappers. <laughs> Japanese rappers are lovely. Uh, took us on a whirlwind tour of um, Nagano at night. Oh, took, cool. well, took us like three or four different bars what and a nightclub. It's amazing. What is uh, New Year's Eve in Japan like? Um, basically, like it is here. Okay. Lots of annoying old people. Lang Syne. I've never really been a fan of old Lang Syne. Loud, loud people. And yeah, it's basically the same. Fireworks yeah. and old Lang Syne. I see. Um, there you go, though. I think we've proved through my experiences and these wonderful stories that yeah. Japan is a kind place. Yes. And though it is the 144th country, 142nd country out of 144... <laughs> you just said a very naughty word there. What? <laughs> you started to say the word country and then stopped at a rather inopportune time in space. I'm going to beat Pete to death. But for now, guys, <laughs> keep the comments, questions, stories coming in to Born Japan <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next week to do it all over again. Yeah. Thanks for listening. See you in a bit, Bebs. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com.